the shop is open and we're ready to talk some hoops. Thanks for joining us. This is the sports staff of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. This is our weekly podcast. This is well. We got a lot of stuff going on right now. We got basketball season, which is which is uh, already in tournament play for the smaller schools in 4A and below. The 6A, 5A schools they are down to their final three. Is that right? Three mm-hmm. regular season games. So we got some conference races that last night on Tuesday night. Bentonville. How about Bentonville? Bentonville boys, Bentonville girls go down to Fayetteville and get the sweep. Henry, you were there for part of that, and Rick, you were there for part of it. So we'll start with the girls' game. Rick, throw it over to you. Bentonville girls now in first place in the 6A West. I tell you what, I've covered a lot of favorite home games, and Sasha and Karai Beck, they can intimidate, they can get out there 15, 2 lead or something. Hey, Bentonville wasn't having none of that. They come out right from the get-go. I thought they just took over the game right from the get-go, took the lead late in the first quarter, and then here comes Sasha. I mean, she was fantastic last night. I mean, coast-to-coast scoops, bank shots, everything. They got within two in the third quarter, and but Bentonville answered. Bentonville answered each little charge they had. And it's kind of funny, in the fourth quarter, Bentonville only made one basket. But they spread the floor, did very well with their passing, hardly no turnovers, and they made all their free throws. All that adds up to, to a big road win. For the uh, Lady Tigers, they'd lost at home to favor by one. Uh, They won this game fair and square, just beat them. I saw Bentonville girls play a couple weeks ago and was really impressed with their length. They had a lot of length on the floor. And I thought, you know, that can cause uh, teams problems. Uh, We know Dowda is 6'3 or 6'4, however tall she is. We know that. But Avery Hughes and, and so they had a lot of girls that are just you know long have a lot of length on their team. The shooters too. But one thing I one thing I was really impressed with them the night I watched them was how balanced they were. They don't have that one star player, but they got about they got about five or six girls that can get you eight to twelve or so points. That's that's really hard to contend with because a, a, a defenses can't focus on just a couple of players. They got to focus on on all of them, and that I think that's what kind of sets Bentonville apart is their is their balance, and that's what happened last night. I mean, uh, Dada only had seven points, while Avery Hughes had thirteen. But here comes Emily Sanders, and she had thirteen points, and eight of them came early with a couple of three pointers yep. and set the tone, and. She really just established herself in that game, running the offense, and that was the key I thought last night. Well, there I was re- real impressed with them, and like I said, their balance and their depth I think is is kind of what you know impressed me more than anything. So Bentonville girls uh, are now leading the 6A West uh, coming down the stretch. They now have a one game lead. Fayetteville has lost back to back games. I know you know the earth is still spinning today, and and you know and the sun came up, but but Fayetteville. They're kind of in a you know they're kind of in a little bit of a funk right now, having lost two in a row. Hey, one of the worst things, and and we hate it. Coaches coaches don't even like to say it when you try say hey, what you got ahead, uh, head coach? Ah, this next game here, we can't overlook. We got to look at that game right, and that's uh, going to Van Buren is a good reason why coaches say that they went down there, got beat. And then they come home and get beaten. All of a sudden, you got a two-game losing streak. And um, what uh, Tom Hallmeyer say about the Van Buren game, Henry? I mean, you asked a good question about that. Yeah, I asked him. I, I asked Tom after the game. I said, "What was the difference between the game at Bentonville and last night's game?" And he told me it was Van Buren when they found out yep. that Van Buren had beaten 
Fayetteville, and this was now a tie, and now this one game really meant much. They were like sharks that smelled blood, and they yep. went after it. Absolutely. Well, Van Buren is a tough place to play. There's no question about that. Um, and Fayetteville losing down there is it's, it's a surprise, but then it's not. If you've ever covered a game at Van Buren, I think and still have always thought and still think their student section is the best that there mm-hmm. is in, in Arkansas high school basketball. Love their students. Very creative. Yeah. Uh, they bring it every game. That gives Van Buren – it's not the same as it was in the old Claire Bates gym where they were mm-hmm. literally – on the floor yeah. uh, with you, but they still are a factor. And Van Buren, it's just it's a tough place to play. And they're getting better. They're, they're uh, really playing well at this time. So Bentonville with a one-game lead now in the girls, and uh, Fayetteville uh, obviously still you know going to be in that mix to get that you know going to you know right there in that mix for the one or two seed. Let's talk about the boys. So Fayetteville boys had a couple of close calls, and finally Bentonville got them on Tuesday night. Yeah, it, it was the case. When Bentonville has their balance going, they're hard to stop. Last night, the balance was there. You have Braden Freeman with 14 points, Michael Shanks with 13, Connor Deffenball with 10, uh, Thone Spencer, who had to be thrust into the starting role because Sawyer Price was out. He had nine and Colton Simmons with eight. That's their that's, five that's starting. A that's a lot of balance. balance. Wow, that's, that is balance. That's a lot of balance, and that, that's tough to that is tough to deal with for a defense. Um, Fayetteville, like I said, they're a team that that has uh, you know they've had some close calls, and and uh, last night Bentonville finally got them. But uh, but Fayetteville, that was just their first conference loss. So we were talking about the the six A boys, how this conference, uh, and, and still these are the two best teams in this in this conference. And Rogers is a little bit of a tick down below these two. Um, sitting there with four four losses in conference, so Rogers got a big win last night um, at home against Springdale. Um, but we were talking about the six A Central and the absolute, uh, you know, uh, every game in that conference um, is a just a knockdown drag out over there with absolute with, bloodbath. Yes, every, with every night. With every North night. Fort Smith Northside last night got a big win uh, at home against Conway. The kind of the kind of win that that uh, that Northside has not been getting a lot of lately. They've lost some close games. And so that was a big win for the Northside boys last night. But you take a look at that boys' conference over there in the Central, and it is just, uh, you know, it's the, it's the SEC football of, of high school basketball in Arkansas. I mean, it's just, Henry and I were discussing that a, a pretty good Little Rock Catholic team probably probably going to be left at home, right, Henry? Well, they're a team that beat Northside. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're two and you're looking at the standings right now. You have Brian at 10-1. and one. Now, they've got some cushion. They now have a two-game lead with three to play over Conway and North Little Rock. Northside, who just a few games ago was down near the bottom and possibly facing elimination, they secured a state tournament berth last night. They're solidly right now at 7-4. and four. Then there's the a slight drop-off. You have Cabot at 5-6, Little Rock Central 4-7, and our Little Rock Central four seven, Little Rock Catholic two and Conway nine. eight and three. Yes. Right? So, so whew, that is uh, that 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 is pretty stacked top to bottom. Um, and you're right, Little Rock Catholic a pretty a pretty good team. Probably not going to get in. So yeah. that conference is loaded. Girls side not quite so much. We we've talked about Fort Smith North side on the show. We knew when they played Conway the first time it was a close game. Was not the case um, Tuesday night. Northside absolutely annihilated Conway. Yeah. Well, one key factor, uh, Conway has lost its starting point guard, uh, lost for the rest of the season. She blew out an ACL, I think, last Friday night. So that took a – this was their first game away 
not having the starting point guard. And I read Ashley Hutchcraft's quote where she said, hey, Northside knew what was fixing to take place, and they were like wolves, and they went after it. They went after it. Well, that's uh, typical of a Ricky Smith team. Now, we knew when the season started when Ricky Smith said, hey, you know, I think we're going to have a pretty good team this yeah. year. That's uh, you know, that that's the indicator right there that he really, really liked this team. And, and um, uh, boy, there's a lot to like with this team. And, uh, you know, they're a team that's ranked nationally uh, in USA Today, and, and uh, uh, they're, you know, they're going to be the team to beat, I think, um, in 6A. Um but you know, you never know. Bentonville with its length and Dowda, and you know, you never know how how that might happen if they if they were to play. But uh, right now, it appears that Northside is is maybe a little bit different level than everybody else. Yeah, it, talking to Ricky Smith before even the season started, you know, we we were assembling our preseason teams, and he kept telling me, he says, you know something, he says, I'd really like you to do something on Jersey Wolfenbarger. And I did the feature story, and lo and behold, last night she says, hey, she went up to Coach Smith and says, I got this one. Oh, she got it too. 28 points. Hmm. She, she was a wolf and barker in sheep's clothing last night, wasn't she? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that hey, was pretty well, terrible. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> hey, but Henry, any time a coach comes to you before the season ever begins and says, hey, I think we're pretty, we're going to be pretty good, you're like, Oh, you better pay attention. Yeah, especially when that coach is Ricky Smith. Yes. Yeah, I've heard him many times. That, They're going to pour my out, right? Yeah, and he said, he said, we got some girls from Kimmins that, that's like a power junior high down there. He said, well, Inspire, watch, I mean, watch this people. one. Oh. <laughs> watch this one over here. And I said, that girl making all them outside shots? Yeah, she's a freshman. What? Yeah, so they got a good pipeline at Kimmins and uh, Fort Smith Northside. Still a great basketball program. Always has been going back to Gail Condor days. And Karen Aston Karen, for her yeah. one year. Yeah, yeah. Not Texas now. Yeah. So, um, you know, Northside, Northside, they just roll it. They just roll over there. So that's a uh, look at the 6A. So conference tournaments um, started this week on Monday for schools in 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A. Um, and they, we are covering 10 of them. Um, this week, endeavoring to cover ten of them. Yeah, how are we doing that? Yeah, it's a uh, it's, 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 it's it's a task. It is a task, but but well worth it. So those uh, for those of you that aren't that maybe listen to this podcast and aren't familiar with it um, in Arkansas, the schools that are in four A, three A, two A, one A, they at the end of their regular season they go into tournament play immediately with conference tournaments, then regional tournaments, then they go into the state tournament um, and they join the seven A, six A, five A. I'm sorry, not seven A, but six A now, just six A, five A. Uh, schools in in state tournament play, but they have to win their way there. So these these uh, conference tournaments that started Monday are big, um, and you know we've seen some upsets, Henry, haven't we? Uh, definitely. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is I do believe in the two A one where Flippin knocks down the number one seed Eureka Springs. That and was a stunner last night. Absolutely so, a stunner. Uh, I was sitting here just trying to comb through the scores real quick. Yeah, here it is. And Flippin was like the, I'm not sure what seed they were, but uh, here they pull off the upset. And that's the good thing about these district tournaments. You know, uh, you might be a, have a, a not-so-good season. You may end up a number five or number six seed. But if you get the right things going at the end of the season, who knows, you may even have someone on your junior high team. You can Their season's over. You can move them up. Well, speaking of that, apparently Prairie Grove has benefited from bringing up two freshman players at, from the end of their season. 
um, is what I was told. And these two girls made have made a, a big difference. I'm not, I don't know their names. I'm just telling you what I was told told from another coach. They've won three out of their last four. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that coincides with the fact that these two girls coming up from the ninth grade team. So props to Prairie Grove for keeping these girls on the ninth grade team. That's mm-hmm. that's a good thing yep. uh, because they got a lot of playing time. But apparently they're impact players and they've they made an impact last night. Oh, most definitely uh, upset a Huntsville, which uh, in the 4A1, and for those who do not know this, they have split their conference up into two divisions where you have a five-team West Division and a four-team East Division. Well, Prairie Grove was the West number four seed. Huntsville was the East number three seed. And not only did Prairie Grove beat Huntsville, beat but beat them pretty well, 45 to 28. So now here's Prairie Grove sitting here at uh, in the, the very critical game tonight against Farmington. The winner of this one, they they get the regional berth. The loser, well, your season is over with. Hey, uh, going back to uh, Eureka Springs, uh, they got to be sick up there because I just talked to Sanchez about a week or two ago because they – They'd uh, won 20-something games for the first time in years, and he talked about, man, we'd certainly like to get back to the state. We hadn't been there in 10 years, and they were feeling good, and they had to go in there and win that one game. Flipping got them, flipping outscored them 11-4 to in that fourth quarter. So they got to be sick. They had a great year, but, man, postseason play is a different breed, and you got to be ready from the get-go. So – uh, tonight, there's, you know, I'm sorry, this is, I don't know when this is going to drop, but, but Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, these, these tournaments continue. Championship games for most of these tournaments, some of them are on Friday, some of, some of them are on Saturday. So once tournament play completes in the, comp, in the conference tournaments, then next week they will go to regionals. Um, and so, you know, that, that just continues that process of getting to the state tournament. So, um, anyway, it's, it's, fun, it's fun time to be out in the gym. Um, especially you know for these smaller schools where this is you know they put on a big big show for these conference and regional tournaments and things like that so you know it's a lot of fun to get out there and, and uh, catch some of that basketball take a look at some of the other smaller conferences how about Ozark last night both their uh, Tuesday night both of their boys and girls teams punched tickets to regional now their girls team always a really good team but they kind of struggled a little bit this year but they're they're going to regionals after a big win uh, on Tuesday night same for the boys um, and so, Paul, have any of the games surprising to you? I saw, saw your Western Grove boys got a big win last night. West, Western, Hunter Baker had about 18, I think. Western Grove playing really well at the end of the season. But as we've talked about, man, their, their conference it, 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 yeah. is, is very, very difficult. I mean, with three of, you know, they're probably three of the better teams in the state in that classification, but they're in the same conference. All in the same conference. So you've got Izzard County, Calico Rock, Western Grove, all with 20-plus wins in that conference. Yes, sir. On the boys' side. And, uh, and Henry, if I'm not mistaken, Deer is, is a team that, that's – are they are – they, they would meet them in, in, in the regionals? That... Deer and Jasper as well, Jasper. both okay. teams uh, with 20. Two, two very good teams as well. Well, and, Jasper uh, with the win over uh, uh, Valley Springs this year, correct? Yes, uh, in the non-conference play. Well, and uh, I'll throw one out, New School – uh, How about a, a big win for them? How, they're they, going to regional, right? They're going they, to first year as a varsity program. They're David going Farrell. to regional. Coach David Farrell and his group. Well, uh, I visited with him on Monday, and you know he called me. He was on his way to the game that day. They were going to play Monday night, and he said, "You know, uh, we've been leaking a little oil. You know, lost three out of four, two out of three here to end the game." Well, 
come to find out Chase Ammons, their leading scorer, has been in a boot for 10 days. He had a heel problem. Well, uh, worked out a little bit before they went over, and he was saying, I don't know whether he's going to go. Well, he was able to go all right. He scored 20, including the three-pointer at the buzzer to give him the win. So uh, uh, they hopefully he can get him a few more days of recoup time and have a chance to maybe win one next week and go to the state tournament. Well, and future school of Fort Smith also they won their game, uh, uh, you know, conference tournament game last night. So they'll be going to regional as well. They're you know brand new program, right. um, yeah. just like uh, new school. So you got future school, new school. Rick, I'm old school. How about you? I'm I'm older school than you. <laughs> and now regional, can you lose a game and still advance, or is it lose you cruise? You can. You have to win the first one in regional. Okay. Once that, then you're okay. You, you know, if, as long as you win that first game, you actually could lose two games at the regional and still be going. Yeah. If, they, if, they, if your regional plays a third place game, yeah, just don't lose that first one. But don't, don't lose it. If you lose the first, first one, okay. it's over. Yeah, and it, again, we talked about this value of the district tournament, how it can help a lower seeded team that maybe Westport girls went in this week as the number six seed out of eight teams in their conference. They beat Waldron, the seventh seed, to advance to the second round. Well, guess what? Last night, they upset number three, Cedarville, 47-36. They're now in the semifinals, and they're going to regionals next week. Is that the fight in Rodney Selfs? Absolutely. And that's a good aspect I, I had overlooked about the fact that you can bring up a freshman late. And I remember uh, one year, East Poinsett County, a friend of mine said, man, they're horrible this year. They're 6-22, and 22, whatever it was. They brought up a few freshmen. And then they went, like, advanced to the regional, won four or five games. I said, well, one. who is this? And they led by a kid named uh, Malik Monk. Malik no, no, Monk. no, 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 no. Marcus, Marcus Monk. Monk. Marcus Monk. Marcus the, Monk. The, yeah. the, the first. The yeah, first yeah. Mar- Marcus Monk. Yeah, but but I actually I covered that team you that did? you're talking okay. about, and you're right. They they finished last in their conference. Okay. But that, ten, that junior high team won the district tournament, won their conference, and he moved up four kids off that team, and uh, they won the regional and, and went to the state tournament. A team, like you said, won six games yeah. in a regular season. Yeah, Marcus Monk, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, that's that's something to definitely keep an eye on. So those those tournaments will continue uh, through the rest of this weekend. Then conference, I'm sorry, regional tournaments will be next week, and uh, those will be great too. Now regionals will have um, in 4A the 4A four, I'm sorry, 4A North regional, which will be teams <laughs> like Farmington, um, Gravit, P Ridge girls. That will be at Morlton mm-hmm. next week. We have two 3A regionals that we're going to be watching. Henry, where will those be played at? The 3A Region 1 will be at Mountain View, and that's going to consider the 3A1 East and the 3A1 West. The 3A4 teams, that's your more, uh, correction, Boonville, Paris, Lamar. They will go into a regional at Perryville, and they're matched up with the 3A5. And then 2A, we're we're, uh, watching one regional, is that correct? I think so. And that's the one that will be back at, at Danville, correct? Correct. Uh, Danville's hosting the district or conference tournament this week. Then they'll turn around next week and host the regional as well. So we've got some really good you know, some really good 2A teams to watch there um, at that regional. And then 1A, we're, there's a couple of regionals that we'll be watching. Uh, there will be one at County Line, the County Line boys. Very, very good. That'll be a, that'll be a good regional to watch. And then, Henry, where's the other regional for that Calico one? Rock. At Calico Rock. And uh, they were the... Number two 
team in that conference behind Izzard. But again, they are the boy on the boys' side, one of three boys' teams in that conference to win 20 games this year. So that regional will be a knockdown drag out every night um, over there. So good, good basketball coming up. Now, Paul, you are been on the you've been on the uh, in the steel cage here lately with the. Uh, uh, the suplex and all that. Now they really don't do that in high school wrestling, but but uh, you've been covering some high school wrestling here lately. We have now had the dual state. We've had the Big West tournament, and and then in two weeks we're going to state. So Paul, kind of give us a little rundown on prep wrestling. Uh, okay, uh, and you're right. Not this weekend, but next weekend we'll have the state tournaments in Little Rock, and uh, one little little change now for wrestling. There, there are now three different state tournaments now for wrestling instead of two. Previous years, this will be the 11th year, by the way, for the wow, for state wrestling. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, 11th, 11th year. They, it used to be 1A through 4A in one classification, 5A through 7A, so two tournaments. Well, now they have split it to 1A, 4A, 5A, and 6A, so three separates. Um, Paul, does that speak to the growth of the sport? A little bit, yes. That is that is the reasoning. Some of it, they they have added programs, so they were able to to include. And and I'm I'm hearing maybe up in this neck of the woods, we might start to have another few programs starting to add wrestling, which would be great. It's it's really a great sport, and you know, you've heard me talk about how I really enjoy the 106 pounders because yes. what. What other sport can a hundred and six pound kid excel in? There, there are a few, mm-hmm. but but not not a lot, because they're not competing against kids their own size. And power powerlifting would be another one yes. of those. And uh, we, the AAA, the Arkansas Activity Association, has they're not uh, they don't sponsor or they don't sanction. whatever sanction the powerlifting. But the, but we do have a powerlifting state uh, championship yes. every year. The Alma hosts. And that's another sport, you know, where you can you're you're uh, slotted by your weight um, in that, and that's also you know a great sport too. Um, so good, you know, that's good to see programs growing. I know Rick has been working on his video game skills because now the Arkansas Activity Association is going to have esports. So Rick's Rick's going to be our guru on that. He's 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 working on his Pac-Man game. If they have a Pac-Man championship, Rick is going to be in it. Hey, you going to play Madden? <clears throat> Are you going to be a Madden champion? I don't mind people getting off the couch and doing things, but uh, and I guess that's good to get kids involved, be part of a team, but it's not a sport. Sorry, AAA. You can call it whatever you want. It's not a sport. So we got that going I on. I'll tell you what is a sport, though. Uh, I got to cover the um, the uh, 6A West uh, swim meet, and I was going to throw that over to you, Rick. We've yeah. got, we do this weekend. Uh, I'm sorry, this, yeah, this next weekend, just like wrestling. Yeah, swimming, state swim and dive will be uh, up here in Northwest Arkansas Bentonville Community Center. Mm-hmm. Will host the 1A to 4A and the 6A state competition. The 5A is going to be in Russellville, um, and so Rick, kind of give us a little little preview of that. Well, I tell you what, I think the kids were jacked. I got a couple quotes from a couple uh, kids that they got to swim at the, the Hyper Building where University of Arkansas, and um, they were really, you know, that's a big-time venue right there instead of a nothing against a community center, but you could see their eyes light up. That's an all-day event. There's a lot of... <clears throat> Kids here and there, and if you tell, there was not a, a second loss. As soon as uh, one event gets over, another one goes, and uh, 
uh, Bentonville again come down there and, and, and beat Fayetteville. We're the two-team race in both the boys and girls. Bentonville come down there and won that. That's not to say Fayetteville can't get them in the uh, state meet. I guess Central and Conway is also going to bring uh, some teams, but there was enjoyable. And, of course, the two doofus stood out with the Democrat Gazette uh, photographer was Charlie wearing a knit hat and myself wearing a flannel shirt and a big winter coat. We're sitting there. A little humid in there, wasn't it? It was very humid in so, there. So you got a trip to the sauna and got to work at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah, I might have lost two pounds because didn't, I didn't see a concession stand, so I might have lost couple pounds. Well, I've petitioned the AAA to add uh, the belly flop to the dive part <laughs> and the dog paddle to the swimming, but so far it's just falling on deaf ears. They're not, they're not hearing me. Hey, my so, goodness, I yeah. saw that high dive up there. There's no way I could even get halfway up there. I mean, I don't know how many feet it was. They had a, a lower dive and a higher dive. Did uh, they have the rope swing? Were you also swing out on the rope and See, nah, nah. this could be great spectator sport if they would just listen to me, and, and, and it would nah. open it up to so many more nah. more people. But I uh, get on an inner tube. Are you listening to me? Are you, are you hearing me? If there's an inner tube uh, event where go from one end to the other with a soft drink or whatever, I'd I'd be all for that. I'm putting that on my list of things. Yep. The the dog paddle, the belly flop, the swinging rope dive, and the <coughs> inner tube float. Yep. Those are next year, Rick. They're coming next year. Working and, on that. and all the swim meets must be pl- they have must perform while the theme song from Jaws is being yes. played. Uh, the times will yeah. be much better. <laughs> You're need a bigger boat. <laughs> there you go. So that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of the shop. Uh, you know, if you listen to us, sports would be would be even better because we'd have sports that everybody could do, right? Even us old guys yep. could do. So that wraps it up for this week. We thank you for joining us. Don't forget to get out and watch some basketball, watch some wrestling, watch some swimming, and here at the end of this week. Paul, I can smell the leather. I can smell the cut grass. The baseballs are still pristine white. It is baseball season. Pearl whites, buddy. Pearl whites. You know what they say about the balls in the show? They're all white, all clean. So that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us, and we will uh, have you again next week on The Shop. 